What's the latest with Perry Thompson? Will he flip to Auburn after being committed to Alabama? Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Happy Cruton Thursday to all who celebrates. We are joined by Brian Smith, Locked On recruiting expert and insider. And boy, Brian, do we have a lot to talk about. I want your thoughts on the two latest commits, or I guess the three latest commits with Bryce Kane, Kinsley Fauston, and of course, Joseph Phillips. But first things first, the biggest story in the state of Alabama from a recruiting standpoint right now is what in the world is happening with Perry Thompson and his recruitment? What are your thoughts on this? Uh, number one, can we get it to end just so I stop getting texts and messages? Can you make a, an announcement? To, to, to Perry? I mean, that would be great for me. Yeah, but, uh, sure. Sure. Um, my Alabama contact hasn't hit me back today. I don't know if that's good, bad, or indifferent for Auburn, but he was also the one that told me that Auburn was a major player for him a couple weeks ago when I, I talked about that on the show. Right. And trust me, he is an Alabama homer. He doesn't even make any doubts about it. So I was like, oh, that's when I knew it was real. Yeah. Um, I, I hope that this is ending soon, but everything that I've read, everything that I've been told up until this point is that it's kind of leaning Auburn's way. That's what everybody seems to think. I need to see it, though. I need to see the announcement. And I'm sure as an Auburn fan, you think the same. Tell, tell me I'm wrong there. Uh, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. And we're coming up on the year anniversary of when he committed to Alabama, the very, very That's talented. Right. I think it was on the 24th of June last year. So, I mean, we're right up on it. And it's, you know, I mean, it's tough. It's tough when you have a talented kid to keep him committed for that long. Of course, it's been easier for Alabama than other programs. But We'll see. We'll certainly see what it looks like. His official visit this past weekend, Brian, I mean, it seemed like Auburn did the full court press. There were videos that came out where, like, there's literally everybody on the coaching staff, like, trying to hype him up and do pictures and things like that. All of the other commits came to help recruit him. I mean, it was a full court press for Perry Thompson. And it's just there's no way he's getting that type of love at Alabama. There's just no way. Well, at Alabama, it's more everybody's the same. We do this, you know, and, and right. I get it. It's it's work for them, so you can't bitch and moan. But sure, yeah, I don't see Nick doing a whole lot of jumping around. I, I'm not call me crazy. And he doesn't have to anymore, right? Like he, he, he doesn't have to. He's built that up. But you know, if Hugh Freeze wants to get all these guys, I mean, it seems like. I mean, I, I've said it before, like almost like doing anything it takes to almost where you're like, there's some desperation and like, I need talented players to compete with Alabama and Georgia. And you need guys like Perry Thompson to do that. If you don't get them, you're not going to not only lose to those teams, they're going to help those teams beat you. Right. I mean, it's the double, I mean, you guys live it every day. That, that war zone of recruiting between Georgia, Auburn and Alabama is crazy. Yeah. So yeah, they, they absolutely need more guys like him or they're not going to beat. Them. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Perry okay. Thompson. He said he was going to commit a few weeks before his senior season, so we'll see. Okay. Um, where does he go? Does he does he stay at Alabama or does he does he change and flip to the Tigers? If I had to pick, I would go Auburn. I would I would go Auburn, and the reason I say that is if you committed that early to the Tide, then all of a sudden you start taking visits and you start talking to Auburn, and there's all this talk, even from the Alabama side. That's not just smoke, bro. That's that's fire. So. I'm going Auburn. Yep. All right. 
I'll take, um, I, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Another guy that sounded like had a pretty good official visit this past weekend, Brian, Casey Poe, interior offensive lineman from the great state of Texas. They'll be the first people to tell you that. I've liked Casey Poe for a long time. He's one of on three's top interior offensive linemen in this class. I look at his tape from, I guess, his junior season. Reminds me of Braden Smith. Like, I, I think Ooh. this guy's a really, really physical player that can really, really make any offensive line better. Um, but, Brian, he's in Oklahoma as we speak right now on Wednesday morning, and it seems like he's in Oklahoma a ton. Well, he's visited there like four or five times. He's an seems East like Texas it. kid. Yeah. Oklahoma's made a living out of East Texas for eons, and why would it change now? If they're going to get him, I'm not sure what he'll do this summer, but the only thing that matters is your signature. If I'm Auburn, regardless of whether he commits this summer to them or somebody else, you got to keep recruiting him like he hasn't made a decision. Yeah. This guy can help change your program. And as you and I like to discuss, Auburn needs offensive linemen. We've had that conversation more times than I can count. Right. He can come in and probably play pretty early. Oklahoma, it's the easy pick. It's right down the road, et cetera, et cetera. That's what everybody's projecting. But I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up at Auburn, especially if he continues his process after this summer. Yeah. It seems like Oklahoma to me, if I had to pick right now, are you kind of in the same boat? Yes. Yes, I am. Yeah. All right. So we'll, we'll keep track of Casey Poe. Another interior offensive lineman that kind of has mixed reviews based on where you look and what site and rankings you want to look at, but a consensus three-star Khalil House, very, very large child, over 300 pounds, <laughs> projects to be a guard at the next level. Um, what, what's your feel on, uh, on Khalil House? Well, I mean, his list is bizarre. Um, UCF recruits Georgia, I get that. But, I mean, this isn't a normal, like, Ole Miss, et cetera. There's no UGA or Alabama, so it's harder to project. But sure. Auburn had had good visit with him, and they've really prioritized it. And they've always recruited Central Georgia well. If I had to pick, it's Auburn. Uh, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But that's that's been my pick for a little while, and I've heard anything to change my mind on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and once again, the path to playing time is very similar to, to Casey Poe. Yep. Um, if that would Early. happen and, and you get the vibe that they want both of them. It's not an either or situation. You get the vibe that they want both. As we've said, every time you can't have too many uh, offensive linemen if you're Auburn right now. So <laughs> curious, curious to see how that shapes up. His, his date is the eighth July 8th is when he's announcing. Is that right? Uh, let me see. I got blocked in as the eighth. I'm not sure on Khalil house. Okay. Maybe, maybe I'm mixing that up then. Maybe I'm mixing that up. Yeah. Okay. So then Malik blocked in. Is certainly another guy that I think is going to go to Auburn, but then like went to Texas. So I think that was a little interesting. Malik blocked in as a defensive end um, from Pike Road. If you're going to be Auburn again, you have to kill it in the greater Montgomery area. You could make an argument like Montgomery Catholic, Pike Road, any of those programs around there, you got to do better. The last staff certainly didn't do enough there, but this staff has made it a priority. Um, this is the starting point. Mm -hmm. This guy is an early contributor. This guy is somebody that can be a five-tech or a three-tech. This is the kind of kid they've made a living off of for 100-plus years as Auburn football. They need to get this kid. So that if they don't, that's very disappointing. Yeah, and this is Marcus Harris's little brother, who, of course, will start a defensive end for Auburn this season. And so you got to think that that will have an impact on his recruitment as well. Um, but, yeah, as you said, the eighth for Blockton. I think Auburn gets house and Blockton. Do you agree with that? 
I would, and uh, for their sake, I hope I'm right because these are two really good football players. Yeah. I th- so you're high on House because a lot of people aren't. I think his athleticism is the key here. Here's the deal. One of my buddies a long time ago told me this. He goes, offensive linemen aren't born, they are made. If he has the right attitude with his physical skills, he can start in the SEC West. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. Brian Smith, our guest. All right, how big was getting Joseph Phillips away from Georgia? We discuss and get Brian's thoughts in just a moment right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs make the most comfortable pair of pants you could possibly imagine. I'm wearing my Bird Dogs right now, and I'm feeling good, Brian. I feel like I'm looking good, and um, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I just I know I'm more comfortable than all of you guys watching if you're not wearing Bird Dogs right now. Bird Dogs will ruin other shorts and pants for you because they're just so much more comfortable and better to wear. And right now, you can go to birddogs.com. Slash Locked On College, you can get this free Yeti-style tumbler. If you're into that sort of thing, just go to that website, and it will automatically apply the tumbler to your order. Once again, that is birddogs.com slash College, And be sure to check out all of the different products that they have. You will love them. Once again, birddogs.com slash College. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Brian Smith, Locked On Recruiting Insider, our guest, as he is almost every single Thursday. So, a week ago, last Thursday, Joseph Phillips announced that he is committing at noon. It was pushed back a little bit because they were in a seven-on-seven game. He finally got that wrapped up, and then he uh, he commits to the Tigers over Georgia. And, Brian, this was a recruitment with the three weeks leading up to that. Georgia thought he was going to Georgia. Sounds like Auburn thought he was going to Georgia. And then one last call with Hugh Freeze. And you always wonder what happens in these types of phone calls with a coach and a recruit, but... He picked Auburn. Really huge win on a recruiting front for the Auburn Tigers. This is the kind of deal, man, where you can make some hay. We've talked about it forever. The SEC is a defensive line and the trenches league. Auburn gets a guy that I think can come in and play as a freshman. He is a pass rusher with a lot of twitch, and he's about 250 already. He's got the size to come in and play right away. Auburn needs that, and Ward only knows beating George has got to be Got to be a little special for you, I would imagine. You know, if you're going to compete with them, you got to beat them on the trail. Right. So, uh, pulling an upset, that that needs to be the trend. If they're going to catch up with George, you got to win some of these, especially for a kid right down the road. Got to have him, man. And he, he can ball. What kind of message do you think that sends? I mean, is that something that is like, okay, Kirby Smart, like we're coming for these players? Or is it more of a message towards the kids where it's like, you know, you can – it's okay to pick Auburn. It's okay to go somewhere that's not Alabama and Georgia. If you're in the state of Alabama and Georgia, you know we're, we're going to build something here at Auburn. We'd love for you to be a part of it. I mean, which message does that apply to more, you think? I think the second one. I mean, Auburn has always lived off that ever since I was a kid. I mean, they got Bo Jackson, and it wasn't like Alabama didn't offer him. Yeah. It's okay to go to universities that aren't named Alabama and Georgia, just like you said. And right. Auburn's made a living off competing with them. And then when they're good – Quite frankly, the star guy on either side of the ball, if not both, had offers from UGA and Alabama. Mm-hmm. This is an example of that. You have to win those battles straight up, and that's the bottom line. Right. Yeah, I, I'm really interested to see if this trickles into other types of recruitments because we've talked about this before. I mean, they're going after several guys that are verbally committed to Alabama, verbally committed to Georgia, and we've talked about it here before. Like, Who's going to be the first one to do this? And while – 
while Phillips wasn't committed to Georgia, it kind of felt like he was, right? Like, I mean, it felt like that kind of win. Um, so now that this has happened, I mean, whether it's a Perry Thompson, whether it's uh is it Justin Green? Is that is that who committed to, to Georgia? Like, I mean, all of these guys, like all of a sudden, it's like, okay, well, he's really good. I, w- I wouldn't mind playing with him and folks that are as talented as him. Like, I can go to Auburn. Like, I, I think there's a fit here. So hopefully he's kind of the first domino and, and other guys follow suit soon. Well, like you mentioned, Justin Green, he committed to UGA recently. That's a kid Auburn offered, and I'm sure they're still going to recruit him. Recruiting now... When you get a commitment, especially from an elite four or five star defensive lineman in like the state of Georgia, yeah. it just means you're named the leader. That's how I look at it personally. I know fans of UGA probably throw rocks at me for saying that, sure. but you really think U Freeze is going to stop calling that kid or Nick Saban's going to, you know, any of these schools? Elite players at D line and corner in particular, they change the game. Auburn is not going to give up there. I mean, look at Perry. I mean, if you're going to go after Nick's in state wide receiver recruit, you're not afraid of anything. Mm-hmm. So that is what Auburn has to do, and they're going after it like you know they should. I think it's they're probably the most intriguing school in the country, regardless of who your allegiance is with recruiting right now, because they have a lot of spots still open, and they're in the mix with the numerous guys at Alabama and Georgia. One that's fun, brother. That's a lot of fun. How important is showing a proof of concept? Because I mean, we we see all of these new. Coaches that go into a new spot, unless you're Brian Harsh, and you usually get a nice bump because you're selling some idea, right? But how important is this first season for Freeze in regards to rounding out a strong, full 2024 class? Like, how many of these guys are on the fence? And it's like, if Hugh goes out there and goes seven to five, or eight and four, and they look good doing it, it's like, okay, I trust you. What you're saying is true. How, how important is that? Or is it more of a just relationship? They're pitching the future anyway. I think it's very important with today's kids. Think about it this way. How many kids do you know that you see for more than a couple of minutes at a time? They don't have their phone in their hand. They're always sitting there looking at what their other friends are doing. They're looking at different teams or getting messages from coaches. It's on their mind all the time. Sure. They want to see what you can do. And if Auburn, like if Auburn goes eight and four, nine and three this year, I mean, who knows? SEC is so hard to predict anyway. That's going to change the recruitments. There'll be a couple of kids you and I aren't talking about this summer. That end up signing with Auburn. I guarantee it. Kids are that fickle. What you do on the field, man, it, it's used to be it takes a year or two after for that to affect. It's right away now. Mm-hmm. Auburn has the chance to change the recruitments. Kids are really in on and maybe even get some guys to flip that we may not be talking about too. Yeah. I mean, that would be that would be incredible. So we'll certainly see what that looks like. All right. Two other guys have committed to the Tigers since we last spoke. Brian, we'll get your thoughts on Bryce Kane. And Kensley Fauston, sounds like you're high on both of these kids. We discuss in just a moment right here on Locked On Auburn. I want to encourage you to join the Locked On Auburn Discord. It is free. All you have to do is click the link in the episode description down below. Let's start with Bryce Kane, the speedy wide receiver from Baker. Listed as a three-star across the board, but everybody's saying he will not be a three-star for long. You turn on this guy's tape, and it is a, it's electric. Ryan, I mean, it is explosive. The guy has a knack for stretching a defense and getting behind defensive backs. There's a lot to like about Bryce Kane. Your thoughts on the player? It was hilarious when we talked about him. He said, yeah, he's a three-star. I turned on the film, and the first play I saw, before he even got the ball, I started laughing out loud because he's so fast. I'm like, that is not a three-star player. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, he makes guys look really dumb. 
Um, it's just, it's hilarious. His film is fun at receiver, but it's even better when he picks off a pass as a DB or he does a punt or kick return because mm-hmm. he's just weaving through the entire defense. It's hilarious. So, yeah, he is not a three-star player, and he's an early impact guy for the Tigers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and his attitude seems electric. He's always smiling on all the videos that people are posting of everybody together, and uh, I've texted with him a little bit. I mean, the guy just seems like a fun dude to be around, which that's important to Auburn. Like, let, Let's not kid ourselves. Like, That's important to Auburn more so than other places. It's, it's really unique, the kind of family bond that Auburn's always tried to sell. Right. This kid will fit right in. Absolutely. Yeah. He'll be a fan favorite by the time he's done here, I think. I mean, just with his speed and his explosiveness oh. and his like his personality, like people Absolutely. are going to love Bryce Kane. Absolutely. All right. I think Kinsley Fauston down in your neck of the woods, a Naples, Florida kid. Um, I assume you've seen this guy um a ton in person. Tell me, tell me kind of what stands out about him. Number one is he can play safety or he can play slot corner. He could possibly play outside play boundary. But the, the main thing here is he's a Florida kid with the Florida attitude. If you're going to play DB in the SEC, you be in any game for any amount of time, you're going to get beat. He won't care. I know him. I've been around him several times. Florida kids are resilient that way. Auburn needs more swag on defense. This kid will help bring that. And they need more Florida DBs anyway. Maybe this opens the door to the great state of Florida for more recruiting. Auburn used to get a ton of kids, especially yeah. from the Panhandle and Jacksonville and stuff. But he's a South Florida guy, so that that's also intriguing. Uh, Southwest Florida, far as you can go before you go into the water, my friend. So uh, great player, and quite frankly, a kid that they can probably get on the field pretty early. How fast is this kid? I mean, because he and Kane committed close to the same time, and the big thing was like, wow, this roster just got a lot faster. I mean, he can go. I, I'm not saying he's fast as Kane. Now, that's like shot out of a cannon. Sure. That, that kid is elite. This kid has got short area burst. And his ability to change direction is really good. That's why he can play either DB spot. I'm mm-hmm. not sure where Auburn's going to put him at long term, but that's a good problem. Let the coaches figure it out. Yeah, I mean, could he could he be a nickel type player, or is yes. he more of a safety? He can do both. That's okay. what I mean. Like he he doesn't care either. He's just one of those kids. He just wants to play. Mm-hmm. Never have enough of those guys, brother. Never ever. Yeah, no, I'm with you. All right, so now that. Auburn had a really good week recruiting. Like, let's just let's just call a spade a spade here. I, I think it was a really good week for Hugh Freeze and the staff. Realistic expectations for where Auburn could finish as a class. I mean, every Auburn fan wants it top ten. Is that realistic, Brian? Is it too early to tell? Um, I'd prefer you not have that answer, but I'll let you use that as a cop out if you want to. Um, well, to be honest, I don't see why top ten would be out of the question. Yeah. Based on the second segment, we were talking about how they're still going to go after kids like four and five star players that are committed to Alabama and Georgia. If you flip some of those, why couldn't you have a top 10 class? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm lost if that's the case. And also I don't really care what the recruiting ranking is as much anymore because of the portal. Right. And Auburn has been so active. If you're not mixing the portal class with the high school class is your final judgment. Then you're not, especially with Auburn, the way they've done it with freeze. What was it, 21, 22, something like that they got? They ended up being 20. Yeah, I mean, that's a bunch of dudes, man. So, yeah, I, I'm not real worried about it. They'll conservatively be top 15, I bet you, by the end, though. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about this earlier in the week. If you look at average player ranking and they're like eighth or something like that, and then they go out and add 10 or 15 dudes through the portal again, like, okay, 
Like, that's what that. I mean. Are, are you winning with talent? Not, not just high school talent. That's what matters. Right. And it's going to take some time for us to like adjust as an industry and kind of figure out like, oh. how do you grade that? Like, how do you really truly oh. grade that? And I don't know the, if there's a perfect answer for it. We've discussed it. Many of us. And there isn't a clue yet because you're talking about different age groups and everything, you know, like a fifth year senior transfer quarterback. How do you evaluate that? Because that's, it's worth its weight in gold. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, Auburn fans are real happy with one that just came. So, I mean, you know what I mean? It's, right. Yeah. That Peyton Thorne guy, I think he's going to be pretty good. Yeah. There you go. I mean, it changes your roster. So yeah, one kid you can't just rank is like a four or five star in that scenario. I, I don't know how you do it. So I just I know either. Auburn's going to be better in the win-loss record because of it. That's the only ranking that I care about. What do you think's next for this Auburn recruiting class? Anybody specific popping out? Is it one of the guys that we've already discussed today? Or do, do you see other kind of names on the horizon? I know you've told me you've taken a lot of Auburn notes, which I appreciate. I appreciate <laughs> a ton, by the way. I mean, Khalil House in, in Blockton or two. Mm -hmm. But I would imagine there'll be at least one more kid because I was talking to John Garcia about this earlier today. Nice. Kids are just popping up randomly now that we don't even know about that are making announcements. Between now and July 4th, Auburn's probably going to get a kid or lose a kid that they thought they were going to get. I mean, it's just that time of year. It's mm -hmm. random. It's very hard to follow, but it's fun. So just you got to just keep going and hit and refresh. I know that sounds crazy, but we do it too. These kids are all over the map, man. And uh, the visit dates – about done for this month. This weekend is the last one for all the schools. Starting beginning of next week, there'll be commitments galore across the SEC, et cetera. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Don't be surprised if you see Auburn's name called a few times. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lull and then it ramps right back up at the end of July with Big Cat Weekend. And then they there jump into go. fall yep. practice, which is crazy that we're getting close to that. Very, very exciting stuff. But I, I expect a few kids to announce a Big Cat, Brian. I mean, well, that, that's probably right. Probably right. And I feel like it's been a few years since we've had a commitment at Big Cat. So that'd be a nice kind of change of pace, which would be very fitting with the way Hugh Freeze and the staff have <laughs> treated recruiting differently than the previous the previous group did. Uh, no comment. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I understand. Brian, how can people check out everything that you've got going on, buddy? At FB Scout underscore Florida. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on YouTube. Talking a lot of prospect reviews and stuff on my uh, YouTube page in particular right now. In the next few weeks, there's certainly going to be a lot to talk about from the big box perspective of who's got the best class. That's the next thing we're going to be talking about. Yep. So be sure to check out all of Brian's work. And of course, you can hear Brian throughout the Locked On Podcast Network as well. Find all my written work at AuburnDaily.com and we will see you tomorrow. This has been Locked On Auburn.